I'm Alan Weiss with The Uncomfortable Truth. This episode, The Helping Hand or The Sleight of Hand. You know, if we all spent less time whining and bloviating about who's at fault for this virus crisis and more time trying to help each other, we'd all get through this a lot better. Stealing bread because your family is starving, that famous ethical dilemma that's often posed in ethics classes, is one thing. Hoarding toilet tissue and paper towels and sanitizer is quite another thing. I consider hoarding to be cheating and theft. You're robbing others of their fair access to needed resources. I remember our neighbor a long time ago when we were first married. They were friends of ours. They lived across the street in this development where we got our very first house. She used to brag that she was collecting unemployment while working for cash in a beauty salon. Whose money did she think she was receiving in those unemployment checks? She was receiving my tax money. And she sat there, blithely unaware that it was my money she was stealing. At General Electric, longtime client of mine, I was doing a program on ethics. And I asked the groups, over a long period of time, over about two years, what would they do if they found their boss were cheating on expenses? In other words, they had unequivocal proof that their boss was claiming to have entertained someone at lunch when it was really lunch for him and for his family, or something like that, a plane trip that really wasn't business, it was pleasure. And almost every time in all these groups, they asked me the same question. You know what that question was? Well, how much was it? How much was he cheating about? And they'd say that, well, you know, $50 isn't anything. I'd say, well, what about $350? They'd say, well, and then I would say, well, what if the boss were the person who recruited you? What if the boss were the uh, godfather of your son or vice versa? And that changed things considerably. They were willing to allow for a lot more cheating. But finally, one woman stood up stood on a chair in the back of the room. She's only about five feet tall. And she said, in for a dime, in for a dollar. Cheating's cheating. Turned out she was from the accounting department. But she called everybody on it. I wish she could have called everyone in all of those courses over those couple of years. Cheating is cheating. You know, I sat at a bar by myself waiting for takeout food the other day. Restaurants are allowed to provide takeout food. And uh, this is, you know, my very favorite restaurant. We would always dine there once a week, if not more. But it was empty, and I sat at the bar waiting for the takeout food. And the manager came over, and he poured me a glass of scotch. And I said, uh, we're breaking the rules here. He said, yes, we are. And uh, I wasn't taking the scotch, though, and denying anyone else. We used our judgment and broke the rules. These are hard times. These are difficult times. He poured me a scotch because I was such a good customer, and I took it because I appreciate that restaurant. But if I clear out all the bottled water in the supermarket, enough to last me for months and months, even though no rules were broken there, that's unethical. Instead of hoarding, why not leave something? Instead of taking, why not giving? Why don't we leave something at a neighbor's door? Something they might need. It might not be medicine or food. It might be some books or a jigsaw puzzle or maybe a complimentary membership uh, in Netflix or something. 
Have you noticed that the scam artists keep coming at us? Now they're using the crisis to sell cures and tests and equipment. But at least they're professional crooks. They're consistent crooks. They're crooks every day. This crisis has turned some people into crooks because they cheat and they hoard and they feel it's every person for himself or herself. You know, some people refund your money right away. Others procrastinate. Qantas exacted a $1,000 fee on the cancellations for my wife and myself. Now, I fly with them on full fare, first-class round-trip tickets that cost a total of $35,000 for the both of us. And they took a $1,000 fee. Now, what do you think my loyalty to them is going to be just based on the principle? I can afford the 1000 bucks, but just based on that principle. I've refunded some money to people, even though my programs are non-refundable, who had a good case for needing it back. And when I said that, I did it immediately. You know, I've talked elsewhere, I've written elsewhere about the fact that my personal trainer gave me weights to take home. He put them in the trunk of my car and he sent me a workout regimen by email to maintain my strength and my stamina if he had a close. And I paid him my next 10 years fee, my, my next set of exercises, my next three months. I paid him even though it wasn't technically due yet. I'm weary at the lack of any kind of positive example sent by any of our politicians, right or left, up or down, Democrat or Republican or whatever. You know, a lot of the Democrats constantly blame Trump. The New York Times constantly blames Trump. But the Democrats in this latest stimulus bill, which would provide these checks to people and provide help for nonprofits and help for small business with interest-free loans, The Democrats put a $25 million piece of pork, as they call it, to do repairs to the Kennedy Center in Washington. I don't think in this time of crisis we need to be spending $25 million on structural repairs unless the place is falling down, and maybe not even then. Local politicians have people asking me for money constantly, rather than asking, how can I help you? Think about that distinction. Which do you think would actually get them more money? Asking me for money when everybody is in difficult times when cash is so precious or offering to help me and proactively seeing what they could do for me. The people who will do best during and after this crisis will be people who help the others do their best. You don't have to extend your hand. We don't want to shake it anyway. And your behaviors are louder than your gestures, louder than your voice, And I can see sleight of hand every time. And that is the uncomfortable truth.